you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do you believe in life after addiction? You better believe it. Now, the host of Life After Addiction. All right, welcome back. Last week, you heard us talk about licensure. This week, we're going to talk about something that um, you would think shouldn't need to be talked about. But today, Bruce, that's Bruce Stanley, by the way. He's over there looking pretty. <laughs> As always. And I'm Adam Comer. And today, Bruce, we're going to talk about objectivity in truth. Objectivity in truth. Lead us in here, man. Tell, uh, Break this down. Lay out the Lay out the framework for how we're going to talk today yeah i think it's very apropos that you would say it the way you did and that you know this seems like something we shouldn't have to talk about but i think the way jesus dealt with many things when he walked this earth was uh the paradoxes of of truth yeah and and what i mean by that is what seems to be the truth usually is the opposite of truth um and jesus had to speak this way and and just give you example you had to be blind to see and I really like that one because a lot of times we, we think our eyes are wide open and we, we're understanding com- completely what we think is the truth, but uh, we're either being lied to or we're not taking the time ourselves to uh, explore and to find out what the truth is. And we just reactionarily go off of what we are impressed by. And and so Jesus had a lot to say about this. And objectivity and truth, meaning do you know what the truth is? Can you be objective in the face of uh, the, something that isn't the truth and be able to, to discern and to know which way to go? And so if we, if we, let me just give you an example. If we don't have objectivity, then we're going to be like what the Bible says. We're going to be tossed to and fro like the waves, uh, being undecided and doubtful, and always just going reactionarily to one thing to the other, you know. And that's definitely not what we want to do, um, because our goal is to be uh, steadfast, right? Our, st- our goal is to be unwavering. And and so, just to use some scripture here, um, he, he um, I think it's uh, John fourteen six, and Jesus said to him, "I am the way." I am the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Now, that's a pretty big one right there in terms of salvation and other gods and, and this type of thing. So that's probably the, the, the biggest objectivity that God requires of us to have in knowing that the only way to heaven, the only God that will get you there is Jesus Christ. Um, but listen to what Micah 6, 8 says. Um, he says, Oh man, what is good? And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? And so James 3.17 says, But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. So that last one in James just kind of tells us, look, if you want to know where to go, go to the Lord. I mean, the reason we have a Bible is because God ordained uh, for places and times that we would have uh, knowledge to know what is true, what is pure. And I love how James uh, frames it there. He says, first, 
what is above is pure. And it's also sincere and impartial. Now, that word impartial, I mean, that comes from uh, a legal stance, meaning it's to do what is just, uh, not to show favoritism or to be partisan in any way, but to be unbiased and and to just know what is the right thing. Uh, and so, our guidance as Christians is to be objective because we're faced uh, to live in a world that has fallen, so there's going to be a lot of adversary uh, that's going to confront us on a daily basis, meaning we're going to be presented with a bunch of lies. We're going to be presented uh, with a lot of things that, unfortunately, most people don't uh, see correctly, and that is you are going to be fooled if you're not equipped. And equipping causes objectivity. Yeah. And so, because if you don't do that, if you're not seeking first what James says, and you're not trusting that God is the only way, and you're not filling yourself with this truth, then you will be fooled because our adversary is very good at what he does. And he even knows more about the things that you claim that you know, like Scripture. Yeah. And he will trick you. And so even for the for the righteous man who is doing the right thing uh, and always seeking first, uh, there's still an opportunity that you will be fooled. Uh, but by the grace of God, we've been saved and forgiven. Amen. Yeah, amen. So so here's objectivity is a noun that means a lack of bias, judgment, or prejudice. Um, and then it, I'm just reading from a definition. It goes on, maintaining one's objectivity is the most important job of a judge. And so what is the judge doing? He's judging the facts truth of a case. So when I think of this phrase, objectivity and truth, I really think, okay, well, one, we have to have an an absolute standard of truth. And that's a big problem in the world. We've covered that in other areas, absurdity Mm -hmm. episode, a few episodes ago. Um, So there needs to be an absolute standard of truth, which for a believer is the Word of God. And when I hear objectivity and truth not being biased or prejudiced, I, I think of just a lot of a lot of the problem within the church would be, I believe this is because I was raised to believe it. Um, and there's no, there's no turning to the truth. There's no searching it out for that. For example, oh boy, here we go. For example, um, something like certain, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. I'll use this one. This one will get me in a little trouble, not a lot. Um, something like saying uh, King James Bible is the only only Bible that is the Word of God, the true and living Word of God. Well, why do you think that? Uh, did you get that from the Word of Did you get that from the Word of God? Is that kind of what you've grown up in? What you've been told? What you've What you believe that that's the only translation that can come. Um, those type stances, like I believe this and it's like major difference between denominations. Okay. Well, there are some differences in quote unquote denominations. Like I think Catholicism would say they're a denomination, which or some people would say that about Catholicism. They're not, they're not a denomination of Christianity. It's something different. Uh, the Latter-day Saints, they would try to, we're just a denomination of Christianity. Well, no, you're not. Those are major differences that are like, no man, but the, the differences between other places like pseudo and paid, you know, uh, Puedo baptism, infant baptism versus believer's baptism, right? Covenant baptism versus believer's baptism. Those differences, well, we could find in the word and, and discuss both of those, but those aren't going to, if you're not being a, 
having an object objectivity to the truth, then man, you're this is going to cause division and it's going to cause ignorance. And it's like, well, let's go to the Word of God to discuss this, and let's let's not have preset. Mama, grandmama, granddaddy, granddaddy, great granddaddy. This is how we always been. So I'm just saying this is my belief. Let's let's have go to the absolute standard for that truth. Yeah, and that's what would be. I just that's bumbled what, through that. Yeah. But that's what I was. Trying and to I say. didn't expect you to go there, man. That was. <laughs> uh, but that's good. I mean, that's pretty deep. Uh, I think what on more of a surface level, what I was trying to express is that you know, not what you said isn't isn't good because obviously that that can cause people to stumble in major ways. Yeah. You know? um, but just in the sense of, you know, preparing a guy to leave our program, yeah. to go out and to live life after addiction, and to say, man, you, you've got to have some objectivity about what you're doing. Um, and it can't be biased based on what grandma said, which right. is one example. Sure. And it can't be prejudice either, meaning that just because you don't like something doesn't mean it's not true. And, That's a good point. Um so just so you know, listeners, these we're not sitting here scripting these conversations out. That's why Bruce is like, I didn't know you're going to go there. Well, that's what came to me. So yeah, uh, but I think what's really important in objectivity is that we we have to understand that. Well, let me put it like this: the Bible uses a lot of terminology in uh, that's used in a court of law on purpose, and the reason why I find that so fascinating is because. God wants us to see things uh, because he's a just God and he is the ultimate judge and the things that he considers and weighs out on scales, like in a court of law. Well, can I just interject? Back to back to the point of the absolute standard of truth, two seconds, absolute standard of truth. It's not, it's not God using his word, getting it from the legal standpoint. No, all of our legal fundamental proper ways of doing things came from the came Word of God, God, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, let's put the cart before the horse there. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, but I, I think it's easy for people to relate to yeah. in that way. And so, like, very, let's just, let's just say you've got a juror. You know, you've got a jury, right? It's a jury trial. Yeah. And the, the jurors, right, have come into, uh, or they're supposed to, in a perfect scenario, uh, with complete objectivity, meaning they're not biased, they don't have prejudice, they they don't really know anything about the case, they haven't heard anything in the news about it, they just they're coming in there kind of blind, fresh, you know, everything that's going to be revealed to them is is what they're going to hear for the first time. And you've got lawyers, right? And you've got these lawyers that present things, and you in the presentation of of facts or witnesses or these these things that have to be revealed in order for the jurors to make a decision, right? Yeah. Um, there are lawyers who are objecting to things. Yeah. Now, why are they doing that? The, the The reason why they're objecting is because when somebody presents something that isn't mm. in a truthful way, meaning it's being presented in a biased or prejudiced way, they've either flipped the script on the way something was said as evidence, and they said it in a like way, but it wasn't exactly. So the person would object and say, no, that's not actually the way it was said. And let me give you an example. They could say, well, uh, do me a favor. And they present that, and the lawyer objects says, no, that's not the way it was said. It was do us a favor, right? Now, that's a totally different understanding because it goes from an individual to a group type of reception, right? And so the jurors need to know that. But they didn't know that unless somebody would have objected and told them that because they didn't read 
what they were reading from, yeah. right? And they could have just said whatever they want to say, and they would have believed it to be true. Yeah, that's a good And point. so that's why we have to, as Christians, object to things and to present uh, things to, and, and just in the, in the sense of what we're doing here, the guys who come to our program, and when we're sending them back out, it's like, man, we, we filled you with enough knowledge. We've equipped you. We think we've strengthened you to a point where you can go out there and you handle the world. Uh, and that's why we ask guys to stay longer. Um, and some guys don't need to stay longer, but it just it's a person by person thing. Yeah. Um, whether they feel like they're equipped or not. But a lot of it is based around objectivity. Is it are you going to know? And if you don't know, what are you going to do mm. before you make a decision? And so God is in the business of equipping his children. Yeah. And he gives us all of this knowledge. Not that you would ever know enough. But there's enough there where you can continue to seek it. And God says, even if you don't know, if you seek me, I'll give it to you. And so objectivity has to be framed around what are you not going to do, right? What are you not going to do? Well, I'm not going to be reactionary, Mm. right? I'm going to think. I'm going to pray. I'm going to seek fellowship. It's basically the four pillars that we we teach, right? And and then I'm going to take action only after I do these things so that I can be objective, right? Yeah, no, that's good. And so we try to keep it on the rails here, not going rabbit trails, but my mind, as you're, <laughs> you, you explain a really good, just using the court system in that, man. And it really, the way God uses you to explain things and me is different, but it's like, wow. And and one thing with rabbit trail will go down to like, speaking of court cases and the word of God and, you know, us getting our systems from him. Uh, I mean, what kind of case, if 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 it was presented to the judge a case and there was no witnesses that could say you did this or didn't do this. It's not a very strong case, right? No right. witnesses. Well, in fact, the Bible says that too. The Bible says, unless there's two witnesses, don't even hear an argument. Yeah. It's like, Oh, oh okay. And that makes yeah, sense. And I love in how Hebrews, it says, since we have such a cloud of witnesses, yeah. let's hold on true to what we, we, we believe to be true. Yeah. And and so what he's talking about there is all the people, all the saints before, who have been saved and have testimonies that God is real and that He He's alive and well. And and so, uh, yeah. yeah, there's your objectivity. That's cool. But, but so bring it back on the rails. One thing I'll add and let you kind of shoot down or, or shoot holes in or or talk about. Um, one of the things as you're talking that, that I think is huge in this topic, objectivity and truth, is when we're we are teaching, we are equipping, we are discipling really is all it is. But one of the big roadblocks, man, that we have to get over is, and this isn't just people who battled addiction. This is probably everybody. Everyone thinks they know that their way is the best way. And even though we're just like holding up philosophical flashcards or, or hypothetical flashcards, your way ends badly. <laughs> it ends badly every time. It's like, hey, Man, have some objectivity that your way is it, it led you to Woodbury, yeah. to a rehab. Mm-hmm. Here, have ears to hear, have eyes to see that what's being told to you is truth, and it's truth in love, and it's for your own good, and it's what the creator of all things says to do. Yeah. And so that's, we, a, you know. Yeah, and which, by the way, when guys come to our program, we don't force them to do anything. Right. Right. In fact, you can come there and every day you're there, not believe a single thing that we say. Right. And unless you're just, we all we ask you is be compliant. You know, right. don't be a, 
a buster and try to yeah. beat people up and cause havoc. Well, you've got to come to class. Yeah. You've got to be present. But, but yeah, you, you know, know, it's not a requirement that you have to get saved or that you become a believer or whatever. We're right. just, we're presenting the truth. You, you receive it or you don't. Right. And, um, and so, and by the way, that's the way Christianity should be. It, it should never be forced upon you. That's not the way God intended for it to be. Um, it is something that is uh, delivered and you receive it or not. It's a gift from God, and, and you're the receiver or partaker if you choose to be. Um, but in objectivity, um, guys come with so much baggage. Yeah. And it's not just from a religious um, uh, perspective either. It's just the way people have learned to live life in their own way. Yeah. Um, whatever their backgrounds or circumstances that have led them to where they are when they come to us. But um, it, it's it's an opportunity for them to to check out a life for forty two days or or more, and and gain a new sense of objectivity. And we like to call it perspective, you know, and to 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 weigh out all the things that have got you here, and can you be in a place where you can be honest and humble and look at things for what they are, yeah, and and if you can do that then there's going to be some revelations. Yeah. There absolutely will be at least one, right? If you're yeah. able to do that, that something that you thought to be true wasn't really true. And and that in itself is is huge for for a man to understand, look, this thing that I counted on, this thing that I believed in, this thing that I thought was good for me, I found out that it wasn't. Yeah. And that's the thing. That so so okay, here's practical. So none of the guys in our program None of the guys in our program currently are listening to this podcast. At least they better not be, right? <laughs> so so what's practical for an alumni that's listening? What's practical just for uh, someone who loves the ministry and, and enjoys the podcast? What's practical? Okay. Well, the Bible gives us wisdom. In fact, it says that we should have uh, wise counsel. You should seek wise counsel. Surround yourself with godly men or women uh, and and want to have that counsel. It says you are wise. I can't. I'm not, I can't. I'm not quoting it correctly, but you're a fool if you despise wise counsel. In mm-hmm. other words, and then if you break it down, how do we translate that? What, I always tell even our staff and teams, anyone in leadership, anyone really, if you're growing, man, you always need to have a Paul, a Barnabas, and a Timothy in your life. You need to have a Paul who's a guy that is pouring into you and you're listening to, and you're allowing to speak into your life no matter what. Uh, You need to have a a Barnabas, uh, someone who's an encourager, and Timothy, someone you're pouring into. But if unless you're humble enough to have the objectivity to listen, of the objectivity and truth to hear wise counsel, Mm -hmm. test it through God's word and prayer and apply it, I think what you're being is what the Bible would call a fool, yeah. right? <clears throat> well, I mean, I think objectivity also has uh, this discernment, too, is that if if you're always getting your information from one person, then you have no objectivity. Yeah. If, if your source is always one thing, and what I'll say by that is I can read the Bible, and that's my source, but the plethora of testimonies and sources within that are many, right? And And then it's corroborated with the testimonies of others who also followed it and other people who are telling me the same thing. And so let me just give you an example. Uh, my mother, you know, used to be the person where she would go to church, but she would listen to this one, this one preacher on radio, like religiously. Yeah. Right. And so all the information she got about 
her religion was from this one man, right? And she would tell me things. I'd say, Mom, you know that's not in the Bible. I said, well, yes, it is. Pastor so-and-so said. I'm like, well, I would encourage you to go look that scripture up and see if it's exactly the way he says it, Yeah. right? So that's a lack of objectivity, right? Because we're, we're only gaining from, and we're a fool if we say, look, that's the only thing I need to go to. Um, and I would just say, look, I'm not saying that what you're getting is wrong, but go test it, just like you said. Go see if it's the same thing everybody's saying, you know? Yeah. Um, and and listen to what other people are saying, too, and then go to the source that what well, we just read in the Scripture, which says, first, what comes from heaven is pure. So if it doesn't line up to that, yeah. then whatever you're getting, uh, you're losing objectivity because it doesn't match yeah. the original source of what we should be abiding by. Yeah, and something that we do, um, we have uh, for every decision, every decision um, that our ministry makes, we have an executive team, and every decision's discussed. And, and we have a board, and we have a board, and it's not like the, our executive team's just yes men. You know, we we are different men, different opinions, but we are godly and we are mm-hmm. righteous, and so it's just wise. It's it's wise to have that, and and if you're not willing to. You really, if you catch yourself out there, if you're one of the alumni or someone listening to this, and you're not, you're you're just being guided by your own um, understanding. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's it's a path that's going to end badly, right? Lean not on your own understanding, is the word of God. Uh, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. So do these type things. Um, Good episode. Closing thoughts. Yeah, um, man. Be wise. You know, the Bible calls us to be as gentle as doves and wise as serpents. And then he says we're sheep among wolves. Uh, be, gosh, I'm trying to think of the word. Uh, know that you're up against something that is very real. <coughs> Excuse yeah. me. And it can be smarter than you. You've got to equip yourself. <clears throat> and you've got to be objective. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Well, that's the time we got. Objectivity and truth. That's life after addiction. Life After Addiction is a production of S2L Recovery. If you have any questions you'd like answered on the podcast, email them to info at springtolife.net. That's info at spring, the number two, life.net. And for more information on addiction recovery, visit s2lrecovery.org. A powerful prayer life does not require hiking a mountain to be able to hear from God. God can meet us right in the middle of our busy lives to help, guide, and speak to us through prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, providing practical teaching and encouragement on how you can make prayer a natural and consistent part of your everyday life. I promise it won't require hiking a mountain, but you just might develop the faith to move one. Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.